0: Have you ever wanted to raise your hand and ask a question during the Sunday morning sermon? Are you looking for a place to find real hope? Join us on the Real Life Living in the Here and Now podcast as we tackle life's most unwelcomed questions and learn to live free and real. Each week, we'll take on a subject that cuts through the hype and deals with the hurt and brokenness everyone has but doesn't know where to begin. And now let's join our host as we get real with ourselves, with God, and with you. And welcome to the Real Life Podcast. We're excited to be back with you again today. We're here in February 2021, and this happens to be the month of love, the heart month. And so today, what a better day. What a better podcast episode, what a better season to talk about the topic of love. Love. Nothing like love. So, we, um, as we are planning our Valentine's Day gifts and all that, let's, let's really delve a little deeper than the chocolate and the roses today. And what we're going to try to delve into today is what does love mean from a biblical perspective? what does the Bible have to say about what real love is and you know it's just the age-old question you know what is love how do I know when I'm in love and all these uh, questions around the topic of love and there's so many different theories and theologies and methodologies around that but what I want to do today uh, Anthony and I have been uh, chit-chatting about about this topic and some really Powerful but simple things that the Bible has to say about love. And so today we want to share with you, uh, as you prepare for your uh, Valentine's season, uh, 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 the greatest of all loves, and that is the love of God uh, towards us. And so, uh, Anthony, let's uh, let's just kick off the conversation. Uh, you, you had a, a verse, uh, Scripture, that yeah. really kind of kicks off love from a scriptural perspective yeah. in the Bible. Kick it off.
1: So let's talk about the true, only true, eternal love that there is, and that is the love of the Lord. You can look at a lot of different loves in a lot of different ways, but there's only one love that is truly eternal, and that's the love that the Lord has mm-hmm. for us. So I love this. This is really a prayer that has been passed down for centuries. It's still prayed today out of the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6. We're going to look at verses 4 through 7, then we're just going to kind of dive in and just tie off of it. So hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house and when thou walkest by the way and when thou liest down and when thou, and when thou risest up. But I want to go back to verse five and I want us to talk about this. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. Have you ever really thought about this scripture about the love that we are to have to the father we know that god's love to to us is eternal it had no beginning and it has no end that's something that's so cool about the lord Mm -hmm. is how this love has always been there think about before we were even formed in our mother's womb the lord knew Mm -hmm. us and he loved us in our faults in our failures in our mistakes and everything that he knew that we were going to do wrong, yet the Father loved us.
0: Hmm. And and even with His foreknowledge, yeah, His foreknowledge of our sin and our failures and everything else, He loved us. Yet still, yeah, and that that blows all of us. I mean, right? None of us deserve the love of God. No. And, and and going back to your question, Anthony, what does it mean? to love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, body, and strength?" And, yeah. and I think that is a, a very hard question. It is. And, and, and my, my first response to that question, Anthony, is in 1 John 4, 19, uh, where the scripture, you know, John here is really trying to uh, explain why, the why behind love, and, and the, specifically our love to God yeah. and our love to others. And so what he said here in, in, in the first epistle of John, chapter four, nineteen, in, in other words, we love because he first loved us. Oh, man, that's so cool. And so <laughs> all love, what he's saying in that context of that scripture is that all love, all real love, whether directed to humanity or to God, is, a, is derived or a direct response of God's love to us, yeah. So all love is only a echo. All love that we have towards anyone in this world, or God Himself, or Jesus Christ, or whatever that it it it's only an echo, yeah, of God's love for us. It, yeah. it, it's a bounce back. It's a mirror image of the love of God for us. And so, my mind goes back, Anthony, to when the Pharisees and I'm not trying to move too quickly down this road, but this all links together, yeah. When the Pharisees and Sadducees were trying to twist Jesus up, and um, you hear my legs popping in the background there. Sorry, guys. Uh, I just moved my knees and they popped. Um, But I don't love that. Uh, But what they were doing, they were trying to twist Jesus up, and they said, What is the greatest commandment Mm -hmm. to him? Trying to twist him up. And he said, Okay. Yeah. All right. uh, You know what? I'm going to answer your question. Yeah. Most of the time, Jesus did not answer their questions because nah. he just didn't answer foolish questions and genealogies. Mm-hmm. But he answered this question, one of very few. And he mm-hmm. said, Okay, I'll give you two. Yep. And he said, On these two, everything else I've all commanded the laws, you. All the commandments, all the prophets. Everything. 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 Hangs on these two words, these two yeah. commandments. Love the Lord thy God. Yep. He goes right back to what you just read. Yes. Right? He confirmed it, reaffirmed it. Yeah didn't go away it's no. still there uh-huh. and then he said love your neighbor as yourself yeah so what he was saying there is that he just gave two commandments that were an impossibility yeah okay think about that to be righteous and to be holy is impossible in the human capacity
1: yeah
0: the law proved that it did. right so the law is a schoolmaster that brings us to jesus christ that's correct so all the law was put in place for us to show mankind that he's not sufficient enough to do what needs to be done to be good enough to be God's chosen, right? Mm-hmm. So what he did is he sent Jesus to be the perfect example of what humanity should be. He died on the cross, rose again, and gave us his grace, and we don't deserve it. So the same is true for love. Yeah. He gave Those two commandments are no different than any of the other commandments that he gave in, in the fact that they're impossible without God, yeah. without Christ. And so it goes right back to the first epistle of John here where it says, you know, Jesus gave two things. Love, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, body, and strength. Yeah. To answer your question, Anthony, it's impossible.
1: Yeah.
0: In the human capacity. I agree with to that. To love your neighbor as yourself. It's impossible. Yeah. In the human capacity. Oh, man. However, however, if we can have the, the reflection of the love of God. Mm flowing through us then yes all things are possible so
1: let's look at this let's think about this this is you're talking about love in action Mm. so and i love this and we talked about this at the beginning and i was wondering how i could squeeze this in there so i love love in action if we look at the model of jesus think about god love in action the lord knowing that all these laws and commandments that it did not make the comers thereinto perfect, all these sacrifices that were offered, all these bulls, all these goats, everything that was offered for sin never made right. the comers thereinto perfect because mm-hmm. there was always a remembrance of the sin. Yeah. God knowing that, He sent Jesus to die for us that we might have life and that we may have it more abundantly. No greater. No greater love hath a man than this than a man lay down his life for, my, for his friends. You're my friends if thou doest my commandments. And think about this. Think about John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now let's talk about love in action. You want to talk about love in action, you look at Jesus Christ. This is the perfect model. If we were called Christians because we're Christ-like, then it makes only good sense to me that if we are to love, then the model of our love should be modeled after the example, the action love that Christ gave when he was upon this earth. And then you think about the love that he poured into us. Mm. You know, I think that's so beautiful. So you think about the ones that were sick, that were hurting. Yeah, and you think about the ones that were broken, the ones that were sitting beside the sides of the road begging, the ones that were the blind, the the, the ones that were unable to the, that were unable to walk, to talk, to hear. All these things, love in action went to them, and he found them in their in their state, and he brought to them he brought to them new life. And you know, it's the same way it is with us today. When we come to the saving knowledge and we find the salvation of God as it pours into our hearts and into our lives, you see this love of God that just radiates into the believer's life and then it radiates out of the believer's life. I can sit here and tell you that I love you all day long, but if I never put the love into action, all it is is vain words that have no bearing, have no meaning, and I show you know love of God in any way, shape, mm. or form. There's so many today that tell you that they love you, but there's never no action. <laughs> true love, now this is interesting, if you think about this, true love expects nothing in return. Mm. Nothing in return. I give of myself to you because I love you mm. and I care for you. You don't have to give that back but that's the love that I have that I want to give to you. Think about Jesus. It's exactly what he did. Yes. He gave. He gave. He didn't come to be ministered to, but he came to minister. Wow. Take off. I can talk all day. Man, that's...
0: <laughs> and you, you think about that, that, that l- true love expects nothing no. in return. It doesn't. And, and God could have sent us a text message from heaven that said, I love you. Yeah. God could God could have sent us a letter, a messenger, an angel, a, a carrier pigeon, yeah. a donkey. He, he did all these things, right? yeah. But he, he could have sent a pillar of fire, clouds, he could have sent some smoke in the sky to smell to to make the clouds spell out I love you. He mm-hmm. could have did all these things. He could have made the the sun the shape of a heart, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. He could have done all these things, but he sent his son yeah and and one thing i want to say is love is an action and yeah, yeah. and and because john three sixteen, for god so loved he yeah. did this he loved mm-hmm. so he did this yeah this was the action followed up by the love to demonstrate yeah. that love and so um god didn't just say it no he backed it up with words he and, did. and i think i think that that it is it's sacrificial yeah. Because if love expects something in return, if I do something or or, or I give of myself and expect in return, then guess what? Yeah. I'm not loving the person. I'm loving me mm-hmm. because I'm loving what I'm going to get out of it. And so I'm going to put this in a church context. I've, I've met people that have said, I want my gift back. Mm-hmm. Right? That, that I had literally, I've heard people tell me this. I gave to the church and I want my gift back. And and it's like so because they didn't get their way or they didn't get the colored seat they wanted or whatever that was I forgot now it's about I'm trying to forget those things but um, it's one of those things where it's like you know they were giving to get yeah to get their way to get That's their right. will mm-hmm. but 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 that a, a, a true love doesn't give with a heart to seek to return yeah. and so. Let's let's dig a little deeper in the in, 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 in into that love as an action. Yeah. I want to say that love is also a decision. Uh, yeah, I agree. And and the reason why is, is Jesus here gave these two commandments. And he didn't say love is a feeling. No. He's, you know, here he, he didn't say, guys, you're gonna feel all these butterflies. It's gonna be great. And you're <laughs> gonna just really, you know, you're gonna feel it fireworks in this guy you're gonna feel it oh man guys he didn't get the disciples up and 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 say get them in a lineup and say and just kind of do the do the whole uh uh um what's the movie where the guy's marching back and forth and he's giving them a pep speech or what have you you know he didn't do that he didn't get them in the locker room and give them a pep speech and, guys you're gonna feel it you're just gonna, gonna feel it you're gonna no no he told them you're going to be beat. You're going to be cast down. You're going to be arrested. You're going to be false accused. They're going to hate you, and all of this. So wait a second. And then he gave us two commandments. Yeah. What, so you're commanding me to love. Yeah. It it if love is a feeling, how can it be a commandment? Mm-hmm. So so there's going to be times that we don't feel it, but it's a decision that we make yeah you know it's like uh with a marriage relationship there's going to be times where dag on you've had a bad day she's had a bad day or wh- whatever that may be and and you just don't feel it but you made a decision to love that person and and so i think that love is a decision and it, it's a commitment because if we go on human feeling we're going to be up and down, hot and cold, and in and out, all this other uh, roller coaster of emotion. So love is not an emotion. Love is a decision that we make. And it's also a, a commitment that we can't keep on our own. Yeah, We have to depend upon the love of God, to source, the resource, the love that we give others and the love that we give back to God. Yeah. So there's only one source of love. That's it. Only one source, yeah. and that's God. And through Him by him we can we can then love um and so just one of the wanted to bring that out what's your
1: so as you were talking uh I went back to first John chapter four you know you read verse 19 we love him because he first loved us you know verse 20 if a man say I love God and I hate my brother then I'm a liar mm. that's tough for he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen how can he love God wow. Whom he hath not seen. Wow. I see you all the time, and I love you. And think about the people that we see that are hurting, right. and we don't show love to. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you don't get up in your business, man.
0: Yep. And and and, and I mean to that <laughs> point, I mean you 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 think about that. I mean, what's what's God's response to love, or you know, to and okay, all right. Here's where I was going with that. When you said that, that made me think of this. Yeah. The opposite of love we've always heard and thought and logically thinking, the opposite of love is hate. Yeah, it's logical, yeah. But but I'm, I'm going to challenge that because what you just said, the scripture you just highlighted, and mm-hmm. it, 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 you, you literally did. Literally highlighted it. <laughs> See, <laughs> the scripture you just highlighted, <laughs> it it tells me that the opposite of love is not hate, it's apathy. Yeah. Because, because hate is... In this context, the scripture was only a side effect. Mm-hmm. But the truth was apathy, the lack of action, yeah. the lack of the, 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 oh. the, 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 the lethargy. And so then if, if I want to tell you I hate you, yeah. then I just don't show you that I love you. Yeah. I don't act on that love.
1: So i tell you what, we were, I was teaching a class one night, and there was a little girl in this class. And we were talking about love and action. And, you know, your mind, your mind goes back and you think about these things. But, you know, here's the example I used. I told them, I said, let's say that I see her sitting on the side of the road and I walk by her every day and I see her and I said, hey, I love you. I love you. And she hollers back, I love you. But I walk by one day and she's hurt and broken. She's fell and hurt herself, bleeding and hurting. And I walk by, hey, I love you. And I keep going. Did I really love him? True love goes over to the hurt.
0: Yeah.
1: Picks the hurting one up. Puts the band-aid on there. Kisses the boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> kisses the boo-boo. That's love in action. Yeah. Man, if, I, if there's nothing... If, if there's, am I going to be like sounding brass or a timbre? Mm. Is that what I'm going to be like? Or am I going to have love in action that goes out and that shows this? Ha, this think about this. You, as a child of God, were given the gift of God. All the all this, the, all these gifts that the Lord pours into your heart and, and into your life. You've been given such a precious gift—the gift of salvation. You know, if if you have something for free and you got it for free, then you would want to give that out, out to other people. You know, when we share the gospel to somebody. Man, that's that we're showing them love. Yeah. We're showing them love. Yep. I don't think that sometimes we realize that. But you know, in whatever aspect that we deliver the gospel to somebody in, whether it, whether whether it's if it's your testimony, whether you're ministering, whether you're singing, whenever you're whatever you're doing, praying for somebody, just being that friend, that that one that helps them in the time of need, that that ear, that active listening ear that's sitting there listening and grasping on, man you're showing that love of God that's been given to you and you're pouring that back out. This is, ah, oh, think of, you know, you think about the prophet Jeremiah, as he sat and he said, you know, that he, he, he. you know, every time I speak for the Lord, I get in trouble, find myself in jail, beaten, here I am in the mire and this, and I decided that I wasn't going to say a word. This is what the love of God does. It starts a fire inside of you that cannot be contained. I was going to keep my mouth shut, but there was so much love that was in there, I felt like I was going to explode if I didn't give that love out. That's the love of God, guys. That's that love that lives inside of you that just wants to, you just want to see that poured out up on others. I've heard dad so many times as he would be ministering, he'd say, I wish that, yeah, I, I wish you could feel what I feel. I wish you could see what I see. I wish I could wring myself out on each one of you right now. You know, thank God for the comforter. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the love that he gives to us. That mm-hmm. we, and, You know, Pat, that's something that's so cool. I didn't love like this when I was a sinner. I didn't. No. I loved people, yeah. but not like this. Because right. true love casteth out fear. Right. There's no fear in perfect love, and only perfect love can be found with God. That's the only place you'll find perfect love. Think about think about this. Think about whenever you had a girlfriend or a boyfriend or. And, you, and you, you were dating them, and there was always that fear. Well, are they going to cheat on me? Are they going to find somebody else? There was fear in that love. But the perfect love of God, that's cast away. Uh-huh. There's no... There's no reason to worry about the Lord leaving you. He said he would never leave us. He'd never forsake us. He'd be with us always, even until the end of the world. We know his love was eternal. It had no beginning. It has no end. There's no reason to fear in this love. And that's the love of God that lives inside of somebody today that just echoes out, that just comes out. Why are you happy all the time? Why is this smile on your face? Why are you rejoicing in the pain? Why are you rejoicing in the heartache? Because the love of God is burning inside of me, and I see God at work. Man, I feel like
0: I'm getting ready to preach. Preach. <laughs> preach. What, uh, Anthony? What? What scripture? Uh, and is it that says the love of God constraineth me? Oh,
1: the love of God constraineth. Let's look that up. Good.
0: Because, because as you're looking that up, I want you to read it. Because <clears throat> that, when you what, what you just said right then, Anthony is is how can you smile through the pain? Yeah. How can you rejoice in tribulation? How can you be happy with the things you got going on? What it doesn't make sense. Well, I think it was the Apostle Paul. You know, he said that that the love of God constraineth me, and so that word constraineth. You may think that it means like it holds you back. But it really means in in the Greek. If you look at that 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 Greek word up, then what it really means is it holds me together. Yeah, right? it holds me together. At Second Corinthians chapter five and and verse fourteen, and and so as as we think about that, that's for the love of God constraineth us. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Because because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're mm-hmm. all dead and then if one one rose then we're all alive in him and so you think about that he constrains us he keeps us together the love of mm-hmm. god holds me together and then as jesus as jesus was talking to to the disciples and and you you touched on this anthony a minute ago and i just want to highlight this point because you said you didn't love like this Mm-mm. when you were lost <laughs> right. when you were without yeah. jesus jesus said guys this is go- this is how everybody around you is going to know that you pass from death unto life yeah and he said because the way they watch you love your brethren yeah and i'm thinking about that today in context and i know we're getting tight on our time but but i i want to i want to bring this out the day and time we live in right now in 2021 february there's a lot of hate there's a lot of resentment there's a lot of division the world and I wanna I wanna I wanna cast out a um a bow a shot across the bow right now of, of all the believers. I'll challenge you because because the world's watching us they're listening to us. They're looking at our social media they're watching our news feeds they're looking at us they're watching us. So are they gonna know that we pass from death unto life because of the way we love the brethren? Mm. Or are they going to be confused? So I think for me, I wanna I wanna focus on God. Sometimes my brethren are unlovable. Oh boy. <laughs> it happens. He didn't say the brethren were gonna be lovable, but he said, Love them as your neighbor. Yeah. Love them as yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's impossible. Yeah. That's impossible. Sometimes.
1: sometimes.
0: But through Christ all things are possible.
1: Yeah. So Let that love of God hold us together. I love that. Let it bind us, hold us, Mm, until the day that the Lord comes back and takes us home. How wonderful. Such love. You know, we've not said it during this, but that agape love of God. Mm. Mm. That agape love of God. You know, we can't even describe it. No, You know, as... As you got to think about this word, agape. You know, as the writers in the Bible, as they would begin to write down, they would go back and they would begin to look at this love of God and they'd try to, dec- to, try to come up with a word. How do we describe this? How are we going to describe this love? How in the world? What, what word is there in our language that can describe this love? What can we say? Oh my goodness. So we see agape, mm. limitless, no holds bar. Nothing, no way, no limit to it. It's unbelievable. And to feel that love, to just, ah, to feel the Lord God as he just wraps him, his arms around you and just holds you tight. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. And to feel his love. Oh, there's nothing like it. Yeah. And to know, you know, you were talking in this season that we're in right now with all this that's going on, there's a lot of people that feel alone. Loneliness is out there. Yeah. You know, and, and during Valentine's Day, there's a lot of people that feel loneliness. You know, they don't have a true love, they'll say. But you know, that love of God, right. that agape love, to know that you're loved so much. And I think sometimes I think we forget that of how much God truly did love us. My goodness, would you offer your only child to die for the sin of the world? Would you do that in yourself? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? But God in his infinite mercy and grace and his love to us sent his only begotten son to die for us. Why? Because he loved us. Think about that. The love of God. How awesome it is. Mm, Hallelujah.
0: Mm. And and Anthony, we're going to close up here and and end the podcast here just momentarily. But I just want to send that challenge out to, to the listening audience, guys, love without limit. And sometimes you're going to be put in situations where the people that you need to love aren't lovable at all. Amen. But but that's lean on the arm of God yeah. because Jesus was in the situation where they were spitting on him. They, yeah. were names, they were calling names, or false accusing him, yeah. and he acted in love. Yeah. The apostle Paul was in a situation where they were he he was beat half to death, he was put into prison, he was treated like an animal, but yeah. he reacted in love, yeah. and all of that's impossible without the spirit of the with well, the spirit of a holy God living in us yeah. and living through us. And so today, if we're going to love, it's going to take the Holy Spirit yeah. helping us to love. Amen. And and so, want um, want to say that agape love is a is a love that's unconditional.
1: That's right.
0: And uh the an- antithesis of that or the, or, the, or the 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 other word uh the, the for love another another not the other but another is phileo mm-hmm. which is what's the city of Philadelphia is named yeah. after the city of brotherly love. Brotherly love. So that love is conditional. Mhm. Agape love, the love of God is unconditional. That's right. So I love pizza conditionally. Yeah. I'd love it if it's good pizza. It's it's good, but if it's a bad pizza, I don't love it. So the love of God is an unconditional is. love. Yeah. So guys, until uh, the next time, uh, keep it real and keep it love. Thank you for joining the Real Life Podcast. You can subscribe to our program anywhere podcasts are available. Stay up to date by subscribing to our show. Join us again next week as we tackle real life together.